Yo, here's the top 10 fucking yeah. Spider-Man and Elsa videos <laughs> where they're going to kiss, you know, prank. And they get 20 million <laughs> and it's just like the most garbage What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jessica Sam. And I'm... <laughs> I, Ver Veronica... Veronica, Veronica Toss. Toss, yeah, I couldn't. You either caught me off guard. Caught me off guard there. I got, oh. I got nothing. <sighs> What's, What's up, up man? man? How you been? <laughs> I've been good. Good, busy, normal stuff. How's No Man's Sky been? Were you doing a permadeath run earlier? I thought I saw that in your stream title. Yeah, that's what I've been doing the last couple of days. Um, so there's one of the coolest things about about No Man's Sky is when you create a game, there's like creative mode, you know, yeah. which is just like chill. Nothing will hurt you. I don't even yeah, think you yeah. have like damage. There's no survival aspects. It's just like fly around, explore. You can build, yeah. craft, whatever. Um and then there's like the normal mode and then there's like survival mode um, where it's like resources are scarce. Um, you take more damage. Your stack limits of all your items and your inventory is oh, smaller. Oh, interesting. You make less money from like everything is just harder. Um, and then there's also custom and you can go through and literally tweak. What? Like, I want abundant defensive enemies but aggressive animals but I want uh, like abundant resources, lower stack limits, but infinite teleportation of items between me and my ship, like distance wise. And I want to be able to craft and and build like my base and my hide my hideout, my base like infinitely without having to spend resources. But at the same time, I want to have to have fuel for my ship. That's insane. There's like 50 options with like multiple things, and then one of the things is permadeath. Um, and the permadeath mode is when you die. The game puts you back to the to the main menu and deletes your save file, <laughs> so you can't like save scum. There's no. It's literally like game over. Um, that's and, uh, so epic. Yeah, so I got pretty decently far um, into like my main playthrough, and I'm like, I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. Just decided I wanted to give like a more challenging run a try. Um, so I did that, and then. At one point, like I, I had never. You have like shields, and yeah. but then you also have like toxic protection, heat yep. protection, cold protection, and then there's your, your like, exosuit, um, health. What the fuck's it called? Life support. Yeah, I've never. I've I've had life support low a million times. Yeah. Never had it run out in this this particular point in time after maybe eight hours of playing. Life support like. I was in the middle of combat when I, a little over my head, like underpowered in the middle of like a fucking storm. So I couldn't see anything far away from my ship. And it was like life support ran out. And all of a sudden it's just like your health goes 75%, 50 And I'm like, ah! like getting my Jeez. ship. I'm like, what's going on? So I, I just died. It was like, wow. I that came out of nowhere. Life support. Okay. We'll yeah. put that one in, make a mental note. That's crazy. I, I always just equated it with the shields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you, you won't regenerate health, but like you won't 
but but I think it's like your oxygen, you know, like yeah. if you're in a space suit, you run out of air like that. So I wonder if like I bet I imagine on like the subreddit and stuff like that, are there like uh like challenge runs where it's like like this is a popular run, like put these settings because I had no idea how custom it could be. So I bet somewhere there's like try this for a good hardcore, pretty balanced experience that's permadeath and whatever, whatever. I think like the 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 easiest would be go to custom and go to start with the survival yeah. preset, which is like the hardest, and then turn on permadeath. And then there's also something that says lock settings, so you can't it, the game won't let you change them afterwards. Oh but that's the other God. cool that's the other cool part is that you can actually change it uh, as while long as you you're don't playing do the, while you're playing. So like what I in my main playthrough, I played just the normal mode throughout everything until i wanted to do base building and i'm like i don't want to have to like go farm a bunch of carbon to make wood to yeah. then place like five boards so i just made everything free and then i could craft everything and make yeah, my hideout yeah. like you know my, my base like i wanted to and then turn back on the costs of everything and, and that was really great but That's, i feel like that would be the easiest yeah like, yeah um that I is made it crazy so yeah, so I did the first run and then died pretty quickly. Um, and then I did another run, which is the one I started this morning. Um, and so I think we talked last week. Did I tell you that like me and One Peg both got stream sniped? Yeah. So there, there's network settings, so you can. And the crazy part is all these different settings. They work and mods, they work online in multiplayer. So I could be doing a hardcore permadeath mode run with 27 mods playing with a playing side by side with my friend. How does that even work? Vanilla. It's just you see everything that's relevant yeah. is the same. You'd see the same ditch, yeah. except you might see gold there and I would see nothing that's and my shields crazy. would be, you know. So. For the most part, it's um, it's just amazing, like technologically that is how amazing. that works. Yeah. Um, but so this, so there's the network settings. So you can say I want multiplayer on or off. Okay. Um, but then you can also say like people can't see my icon. They can't see my icon in my ship or on foot. Gotcha. And then you can also say PvP on with friends only or everyone. And when you create a new game, mm -hmm. those settings are different like there there's a, a set default oh, every time gotcha so even though i turned pvp off in my previous playthrough you created a new so i played a bunch yesterday and then i continued today and it was like i had just farmed like a bunch of ships and did the whole annoying like uh, i made i made like 150 million units i sold a bunch of ships i spent literally 45 minutes moving all my modules around in my ship and it was like set up just right fly out of the space station and I get blown up and then I have to go back into the fucking clip and I see the fucking guy's name. So he's stream sniped me again. And, uh, what an idiot. he just sat there outside of the space station for presumably 45 minutes waiting for me to fly out. And then, and then within 20 minutes had it posted on Instagram. Not that anybody fucking sees the Instagram and, or anybody follows this clown, but, you know, and what then he tries to play. Idiot. Just what? A, yeah, what a complete and utter fucking clown. Like, so, so then it was like, oh, but you know what the cool part is? It really does remind me 
of early wipe Tarkov where it's actually fun. Even after 12 mm. hours of grinding and the game has yeah. just started, it's like there's something fun about yeah. starting with the broken scanner and going... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just getting the first ship and surviving. And so it's been actually fun. I might actually, like... I could potentially see doing runs where it's like... I do everything and then make my way to the center of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And that's like the end. End that run. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Um, Almost like you know, Daisy lives, where like you try and last as long. It might be a week that you last on yeah. this run, and then you die, and you're like, "Oh, that was fun," and then you hop back in. You know what I mean? Like that's all. Like smoke and does it, and all those yep. guys. Yeah. yeah. So I, what I, and what I might do actually is I might find a home planet in the. I I won't spoil anything, but I might find a home planet for after I reach the center okay. uh, of the galaxy. And uh, and set up a base there, and see how many of my dudes can like park oh, their shit there. Oh, that's funny. You know, so because um, I'm pretty sure you can see other people's ships and stuff parked. It'd be super cool if it was like these are all the runs that made it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, in I your what garage, because that's the thing is that um, it's really annoying when you go into screenshot mode. In the lower left hand corner, there's a, a a bunch of um hieroglyphic icons yeah and that's like your address oh for like, yeah i don't know if it's the system or the planet um but i remember when when no man's sky first came out there were these giant portal yep. gates but they did nothing they didn't do anything yep i dude i spent so did i probably 10 hours like rolling you know how on some of the some of the um yep. the ancient ruins there's those big like giant stone balls. Yep. I like rolled something like two miles to try to like roll it through the yep. and it just they didn't implement it. They did nothing. Nothing. Yep. They Whatever they were originally supposed to do, they just didn't implement. They had well, yeah, that they, they came out like three years later. Yeah. But but what they are is they're basically portals, you know, stargates yep. where there's all these hieroglyphic icons that oh, you know there's and you like can 16 match it up. characters. Yeah, so basically it's just a pa- like, you know, a password. So, yep. but when you go into screenshot mode, it always shows in the lower left-hand corner your oh. address. So, that must have been at one point I went into screenshot mode, didn't hide it and didn't think twice about it. Gotcha. Um so but that also allows me to have a base, you know, that like before I died actually on that run uh this morning or uh, last night, I found a planet a super rare planet. It looks exactly like Earth. Really? And it's and it's a paradise class planet with green grass, blue oceans. Like there's so many like purple grass, yeah, orange yeah, ocean. Yeah. Um, but it's a paradise planet with beautiful weather. So there's literally there's no there's yep. no rain. There's no like storms. Toxic, toxicity. Or, yeah. And the in the temperatures, you know, like thirty degrees Celsius. Um yeah, so, and I was like, all right, I'm going to set up a base here. And then it was like after I I saved on that, you know, in that uh, area. And then, yeah, shortly after I died. But luckily, I took a picture with my phone of the ah. thing. Because I'm like, just in case. So I'll be able to go back there with my new guy and That's set up shop. epic. That's so <sighs> sick, dude. That's yeah. so sick. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, and there's updates coming out, so I think, hopefully soon. More. Teased. Yeah, there's still shit coming out. And that I mean, dude, they have supported the hell out of this game. Holy cow. 
Because it was like... When did it come out? It's been like eight years seven, or something, seven right? Seven years. Seven years? Yeah. <clears throat> that's so sick. That's so dope, yeah. man. So so that's been that's been just a nice change of pace. Although, um, I know, I think Diablo 4 Oh, tomorrow, yeah, the beta, I think, yeah. Like, the beta is tomorrow, so it's like... I, and then um, the Zelda... The, the Tears Zelda, of the Kingdom. Um, came out or is coming out tomorrow, I think, but people in, like, fucking Australia or whatever yeah. can, can play it now. Um, and now I went from, like, there being nothing to play to now all of a sudden yep. I have these, like, three games that I want to play, but, like, and you have, like, the FOMO. Yeah. Where it's, like, I want to play on the fucking, like, I, I want to play on day one, you know, of... Yep. of but at the same time, it's like, I'm really enjoying No Man's Sky. Yeah. I want to milk this enjoyment for as long as I can because I know at some point I'm going to be over it. Yeah. And then I have two more games lined up yep. that I can milk it for as long. Because if I if I context switch away from No Man's Sky now, it can be and I get hard into Diablo, to get back in, yeah. I might not get back into it. Yep. And then I'm going to be like, well, now I don't want to really play No Man's Sky anymore. And now Diablo beta is over. So it's like, oh, am I going to try Tarkov? And I know that's... That's just a poison chalice. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah. Especially since Diablo is a beta. So you're yeah. probably just going to play it for a few days and then be sad it's over. So skipping that's not the, not a huge deal. And then Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Like that's those games are pretty evergreen in the sense that like, yeah, there's a lot of like exploration, a lot of figuring out at the beginning. But like, you know, I, I, you could hop into what was the other one? Breath of the Wild right now and have a blast. Yeah, and who am I kidding? Like, it's not like I'm relevant enough in the space where a game like the new Zelda, it's not like I'm going to be, you know, like, yeah, like it's a world be XQC, first. Yeah. XQC and like fucking all the giant guys with 30, yeah. 40, 50,000 viewers are going to be playing it. And that's who people are going to be watching. Yeah. If it was a Tarkov wipe, yeah. that would be that would be a little bit more pressure. Yeah. But like, For sure. No, I'm going to have. 120 viewers playing fucking Zelda tomorrow yeah. versus 95 a week from now or six months yeah. from now. It's, yeah, 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 yeah. hundred percent. It doesn't really matter. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going with No Man's Sky. I have a video essay that I'm thinking about making Ooh. because I have a hot take that I don't think is a hot take, but it's I don't think anybody's just thought about it, and there hasn't been anybody that's really made any content about it. No Man's Sky is a cosmic horror game. Mm. it's cosmic horror through and through dude the story oh like, like the lore there's like the story and then there's like the lore and yeah. then there's the lore there was an ARG really bro do you want to know let me ask you this do you want to know and this is like I don't know that it's spoilers i don't think it's spoilers but it's like deep 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 lore where yeah. if you were to play if you were to play the game and you're not going to like read the manga you know like you're not going to go real deep yeah this won't spoil anything um because you'll play through the main storyline and you won't be going this deep down the yeah iceberg. yeah 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 so you you have a warning now that maybe fast forward like a minute yeah in, in the future do you want to know where No Man's Sky takes place? Where? Earth. Innocent. 
Is it like a simulation? Whoa, what do you wait? What do you mean? What does it take place? <gasps> you know what that made me think of? Okay, do you remember that? <laughs> do you remember in Men in Black where like the the dog had the collar with the little keychain on it and it the camera zoomed into it and oh, it's it like was a galaxy. a galaxy inside and it kept zooming in to like there was planets and worlds and people and civilizations all in this thing and it's just like keeps going or the cat it was the cat whatever yeah and and you know you and i <laughs> yeah we're the we're the dog yeah 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 we we are almost characters in this story it's a very very meta interesting story but it goes fucking deep it's crazy how like the the number of times i played it and you know like very early on you're standing in front of like a giant fucking talking not really yeah. talking but like pyramid or yeah, yeah. fucking thing and you're like what the fuck is this is this god is yeah, this yeah. nothing is it what is this thing and there's a lot of deep dark shit that that's talked about that's never really explained directly but then in in a bunch of the subsequent updates and a lot of the you click through the computer messages and it's like the same thing like yep. captain's log yep. whatever you're like blah 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 and you don't realize like oh when you go to the sentinel pillar and you log in with the credentials why is the password ariadne isn't that the character in the oh what the fuck oh shit and you start to really go deep into it <laughs> that would be a great video like that's yes yeah, so like uh you know no man's sky is cosmic horror and nobody's talking about it or something like that and then like a really compelling thumbnail like i'd click the hell out of that video like bro i've been oh, and the the game is i would say I would go so far as to say the most beautiful game I've ever played in my it's, life. Oh yeah, it's up there. I mean, it was I, even seven years ago. The no, dude, the t the number of times I've gone and like sat in front of one of those ancient ruins, where it's just like an orb that's glowing, and there's just like these like motes yeah. of dust floating around, and I go full screen, I turn off the HUD, and I just hit record, and I sit there, and you see the grass going, and and you see like yeah, like two. Two fucking ships, spaceships go yep. shoo, flying off, and then all of a sudden, whoosh, a giant worm, like a dune size, comes out of the ground in the background. It's like, well, that's the fucking B roll for me talking yeah, about this. Yeah, I've been doing. I have like twenty minutes of me just sitting in front of these different places, just like this unbelievably beautiful fucking tableau. That's so sick. With like Saturn rings taking up the skyline so i'm like oh god that's it's it's one of those games that for a content creator doing a video essay when you do tarkov it's you're running around yep, containers, shooting more three mans like yeah. yeah and it's just like it's just seems like that's, filler talk over so for sure whereas this is like i can be talking about shit and it's relevant while yeah, also yeah. being interesting and beautiful and dude that would be dope I yeah, you should do it because that'd be sick. Because it's 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 that seems like a good like balance between like it's a game people still really love. It's a game that like the commun the sentiment of the game now is that it's almost like an underdog. It's like yeah, it had this stigma, but now like it's it's one of those things where it's like people want to champion it. 
people are like looking for an excuse to be like, yes, this game is good now. And then so to for you to bring something new to the table in a kind of clickbait, you know, not clickbaity, but in a real sticky way where it's like, yeah. you can make an assertion about the game, like nobody's talking about it, but this is like, and then provide some new information. Like, I feel like that would, that would do well. I, I mean, I, I'm mentally preparing to get 3000 views and have of, it be well, a of master- course. Yes. And have it be a masterpiece. Um, and now, you know how I have my second channel, the Satire V yeah. channel, where I was doing video essays on, like, chess yeah. and speedrunning? I'm like, now I'm I'm wondering if I should pivot and kind of switcheroo. And on the Veritas channel, I do only, like, longer-ish form. Yeah. You know, 15 minute to an hour kind of video essay, yeah. even like the Tarkov, getting Tarkov series. And then on the Satire V channel, I do highlights <laughs> yeah. and, you know, like less serious yeah. shit because I feel like that would, right now I'm cultivating, it's like Tarkov on one side and yeah. then like the people that want to see more stuff about from me yeah. that is anything else. And really what I... Sh- it seems like two different audiences for sure in more so than it's like, I want to be like me and my quality work yeah. on one and benefit from having a hundred something thousand, you know, 200,000 yeah. subscribers that cause that's only going to help. Yep. And then, and you know, take the hit that I'm going to take to subscribers, you know, yeah. because when I, when I, when I put a video essay and I see minus two subs, that's probably like a hundred people who were Tarkov people unsubbed, and then a hundred new people yeah. were like, "This guy makes yes. good shit." Yep. And I never thought about it that way. For sure, I think it. Yeah, I think it really just comes down to like your intention. You know what I mean? Like if if uh, like if you planned on championing Tarkov content for the foreseeable future, then maybe the way you have it set up works, and you kind of do this as the other way. But if you feel like over the next five years, yeah, you want to make some Tarkov content. But most of the content you want to make is this, whether it's a long form video about Tarkov or about something else. And this just wants to be the new evolution of like proper main channel Veritas content. Then, yeah, I don't think it's just almost like an understanding. Like you said, knowing that you post this video, even if it's successful, you might lose 300 subs, gain 350 subs. And it doesn't look like the video performs that well, just like understanding it. But, yeah, I don't think that's a... Like I think because like be... let's say I'm let's say I make a couple of video essays that actually do blow up, right? Yeah. Some one of them gets a million views or something. Then the last thing I want to do is go publish five eight minute highlights. highlights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's gonna then hurt that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like I really <laughs> want to be sense. like the H bomber guy channel where it's like disparate, random, good yes. quality shit. And it might take a while to cultivate that among the the people that have subscribed, but I think that's a very attainable goal, right? Like YouTube is the yeah. place to do that, right? You have those people that succeed in that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I mean, like <coughs> it's, I've toured with making second channels before. I've been trying to like, everything I'm doing is still under the Tarkov banner, but like I've been trying to make more like long form, like, content like long form more like narrative driven story driven content we did the like i told you about we did the iron man challenge bro i saw the video that you did i'm trying to remember now is it the ammo one don't waste money on ammo no it was like you 
it might have been the Iron Man challenge, but you had like this map overlay, and you're like, this is where you spawned. Um, which one was that? You were like, you were telling a story. It felt like a oh, like during the intro. Well, I think there was multiple times. It felt like a um. I almost said JFK again. JLK. <laughs> It felt like a JFK. Like a JFK video. Is it JLK? JLK, yeah. It it felt like one of those. Yeah. Was it the one where we were running around with the RSH-12s and cowboy hats, or was it the one where we were using the bad ammo? And we were. Oh, it might have been the bad ammo one. Let me let me just double check. I've changed the thumbnail of that one a million times, so you might not recognize the thumb. But stop wasting money on ammo is the one I did. Yes. Tarkov. And bro, I, I have to say that right there is some of the best content I've seen yes, thank from you. you. Like, I saw that and was like, my instant urge was to copy like half of that. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do the, the Tarkov map overlay and whatever. And I'm like, I'm not going to. But it, that, yeah. but it's it was just that good. I'm like, fuck. Thank you. Super, super impressed. Like you should be proud as fuck about that. <laughs> Thank dude. you. That was uh. So I've I've been working with um a new editor and um and I've been trying to create content that's more story driven. You know what I mean? Basically, all that stuff we talked about, all the JLK. I've been watching a ton of Rust videos and trying to think through that lens. How can I bring that to Tarkov? You know, like Tarkov really lacks that. You know what we said, Daisy and Rust, like you can create a story that lasts longer than 40 minutes, right? You can have a nemesis, you can have a rival, you can make a friend. You know, Daisy really thrives on this Gibbon and Ash. They've been crushing like these TikToks that get like millions of views because they meet this guy and they go on this adventure and then they die and they spawn in at the beach and they run back to the place where they died, but Johnny isn't there anymore. And then they get a radio and they broadcast to this quadrant of the map and they find Johnny and it's like, man, like you can't do that stuff in Tarkov. But I've been trying to think through like, okay, what... What's what stories can I tell? You know what I mean? What can we do? And so the bad ammo one was one where like what was so cool about that? Did you watch the whole video? No. Okay. What was really cool about that is I, like I think I got we like 32 minutes into it or yeah, something. Yeah, we like we I I was able to put some little bit of a redemption story in that because I ran into a guy and then I ran into him again later the same day. Which oh, really? happens very rarely in Tarkov, but I was able to like weave that into the story. And like I I ran in so he was talking trash over VoIP. Okay. And like so I, I I'm not a trash talker. I can't talk trash at all because I'm so scared that I'm gonna talk trash and then die to the guy and be so embarrassed, you know. So I don't talk trash, I just like lean into it and and like whatever. And um and he's talking trash, and then <laughs> I finally bait him into pulling the pin of a nade and I push his nade. And I swing the corner. I swing the corner. He's got the nade in his hand. And I fat finger shift T, which is oh, check saw, the chamber. Yeah. So I check the chamber of the gun and then he kills me. And then later in the day, I run into him again and I killed him. So I was able to weave in this like little redemption story into the Tarkov video. So I appreciate you saying that because that was like one of my favorite videos that I had made. And uh, I'm super excited. We did the Iron Man challenge. I told you, me and Valiant, where like we we made it to level 10. We made it like 13 raids in, and like we were killing juicers. We were questing. It was like an amazing experience. And we're like finishing up that video. That video is gonna be like an hour and 40 minutes long. Like I'm so excited for it. I'm so yeah, excited dude. for it. So I've been trying to 
to do that. But it's like, it's hard because like, yeah, the algorithm is just so fickle. You know, it shows it to the people. If you watch my videos, you're used to eight minute highlight videos. Like that's mostly what I post at this point because there's not a whole lot of like new player content I'm making Sarkov right now. So it's like, you see a 40 minute video and the algorithm's like, wait, what? And it shows it to these people and these people, but, um, did, so is, is the whole, like, I remember the 10 minute was used to be like a threshold. Yeah. Um, where it's like, you can run multiple mid roll ads. I thought yeah. it was at one point. Is it, is it no longer 10? It's eight now. Yeah. Oh, okay. So is that why the eight, like ultimately is that why that's the eight? ultimately like the eight minute meme mine are anywhere between like eight and 11 minutes. It's just kind of like, I also just feel like four highlight videos. That's just around the, the amount of time you want to spend on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I, exactly. I don't want, you know, I don't want like 15, 20 minute highlight videos. Retention is already hard enough to keep, you know what I mean? During those. So I find that the sweet spot, but yeah, it's eight minutes now where you can run mid rolls getting like you're paying for your buck right like if you have exactly 20, if you have 25 minutes you could do a 12 minute highlight and a 20 uh, 13 minute highlight or yeah. you can do an eight an eight and a nine exactly and then, and then now that's like you know if you if you do one every other day that's basically a week's worth of fucking uh <laughs> exactly content as, as, sorry as soon as i said that all i thought about was the bodybuilding.com thread about oh my <laughs> About if well if that, you work out, oh god, dude, dude. What, what was it? it's like Monday Tuesday? It was like every other. It was like what does every other day mean? Is what they were arguing about or something? The guy. This is a total sidetrack, but it's fucking hilarious. It, I almost ended up doing content related to this, um, and I still might in the future. Yeah. But it's a legendary like thread from two thousand and fucking eight or something. Bodybuilding dot com. Building dot com forum. Um, where. A dude came in and was like, you know, did the whole, I don't want to overtrain. I want to yeah. like, you know, gain lean muscle. I'm worried about, you know, injury or whatever. <laughs> I want to work out every other day. Is that going to be too much? And someone was like, oh, yeah, but if you if you work out like three days a week or whatever, that won't be too much. He goes, oh, no, no, no. Every other day is like four to five days a week. Bro. And, and people are like, <laughs> how do you get four to five? And then, and then it's literally 10 pages of people fucking screaming back and forth yeah. at each other about like every other day is three days in one week and then four days on the next week. And you the guy's obviously like, no, can't read. Is this the end? Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, it's the best fucking shit post argument back and forth. And there's something like there's something extra special about knowing that everyone typing those message messages were like in super thin tank tops, hugely jacked, like at their computer, right? Like those weren't your typical, Gallon like, milk. yeah, those weren't your typical, like nerds you think of, like, you know, every one of those guys was like, their fingers are too big to type on the keyboard. And they're like, bro, every other week, every other day is this. And it's just like, that makes me laugh about that situation. You know, what the best part was I ended up finding I actually had from early college undergrad a bodybuilding.com account. Yes. And I found my profile. Yes. With like the picture of my like abs yes. in like college. It was like, oh my God. Yes. As a part of this whole thing, which is just dude, so fucking P90X cringe. all day. Oh God. Fucking hell, dude. Listen, <coughs> my, I had two long-term girlfriends in college or my undergrad one of which is my wife 
but they were both volleyball players. The girls' volleyball team would practice all on the weekends, and they'd play beach volleyball during the summers. And I would play, I would help them practice, and I don't need to say anymore, okay? <laughs> I, I had, he was I a good-looking dude. I had motivation to go to, to the gym. To stay, to stay looking good. Hell yeah. Yeah, so anyway, that was the longest fucking diet probably ever. <laughs> Anyways, but, um, but yeah, the eight minutes is the thing. The, the, the thing now but it's interesting because like I actually saw a video a post the other day like long so like long form content is always going to be king because as much as like everyone preaches this like short form is is the new meta it is but like websites will always prioritize media that keeps you on the website longer right so like there's yep. a huge like there's a huge push on like TikTok right now like if your video is longer than one minute if it's like one to three minutes, one to four minutes, the algorithm pushes it. So it's like long form, short form content. Like it's always going to result like content uh. will always end up resulting to longer form because it keeps you on the platform longer. And the platform is always going to want to keep you on the platform longer. But I saw this interesting post about a YouTube channels like so like your RPM. So like CPM and then RPM is actually what you take home. Yeah. Um the RPM of the same channel dependent on the view duration. And I didn't realize that like your RPM goes up. So if you post a longer video and that longer video keeps people watching longer, you actually end up with a higher RPM. So it's like, it's not only are you making more money on that video because more ads are being shown, but you're because it's a longer video and people are watching them, they'll pay more for those ads. So that's super interesting. I didn't realize that. So it's like it's always like it always comes back to like long form being king. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that has to be. That's got to be true too for, for um, like even YouTube. Yeah, well, and that's what that, that's what I was saying. It was actually the, the RPM thing oh, was for yeah, YouTube. Yeah. So yeah. like so so video essays, long forms, narrative driven stuff. That's why those videos have a propensity to go viral. Because when YouTube starts picking up on those cues, a lot of people are clicking on this video and a lot of people aren't clicking away quickly, right? Like it's got a good thumbnail and a good title that's enticing they're people to click engaged. and yeah. they're watching. The algorithm goes, okay, you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, so let me just do that. I want to compare two videos and I'm just going to fucking say the numbers because I don't care. <laughs> be transparent. So one of my later highlight videos had 8600 views 8600 yeah okay uh plus one subscriber fuck yeah huge um, it's a 13 minute video okay and i made 26 dollars uh, so if you do 26 divided by 8600 that's 0. 0.003 so three thousand RPM, of, basically. Yeah, dollar per. Well, that's yeah, that's dollars per view. Oh yeah, so that's yeah, RPV, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> revenue per view, not revenue for yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So then, and then, if you look at the, was it a better game? Like the Tarkov going in the wrong oh, direction. Oh my god! Yeah, that is <laughs> five hundred and fifty-four thousand views. So half a million, and I made twenty-six hundred. Damn. So five 
54 wait no sorry 2600 divided by 554000 0, 0, 0. that's actually it's 0. 0.004 which i guess is 30% more yeah yeah when you extrapolate that out yeah yeah so it's interesting it's very very interesting stuff plus 4400 subscribers yeah. <laughs> so um but yeah, so it's interesting stuff. I'm trying to. Uh, I I think what you're doing with that like makes a lot of sense, if that's the type of content that you want to make. And then uh, I've been trying to figure out how to make other types of content too. In Tarkov, I'm still shackled <laughs> to the game, but I'm trying to I'm trying to create something unique. You know what I mean? I'm trying to create, and I'm looking to a lot of people. Junker is Junker and Fair TX are create some of the most unique stuff that's like highly animated. Swamp Fox and Tulu make some of the most unique stuff as far as like story driven and narration. And I'm trying to like, you know, take inspiration. The The biggest place I'm taking inspiration from is people from other games, Daisy, Rust and stuff like that. And trying to be like, okay, how do I create an engaging and fun format in Tarkov? You know what I mean? With the limitations that are Tarkov. Um, so, but it's been fun and interesting. And something to do while we wait for the wipe, you know? <laughs> dude, yeah, you need to do keep like keep doing more of that shit, dude, and you'll be getting a fucking million subscribers. Like that's good shit. Oh yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm excited for this new one. But but and I'm excited. It's like I know like I know so many people like cringe at hour and a half long video, but like I've fallen in love with it, dude. Like I love super long form video game content you know what i mean like h bomber guys he'll do two hours on why you know deus ex is okay you know a lot of these rust videos are like hour long hour and a half long so like i like i love it uh yeah i i wish i wish we could be like the um what's the word for like the complete outlier mm. of, don't need to come up with a different word for it uh just like yeah. Like H Bomber guy is a complete outlier. Internet yes. historian is a complete outlier. Yeah. Like you can't make one video every six months. Yeah, on completely disparate topics. Yeah, and be successful, but and they do. Be, yeah, um, yeah, and and then also have with like H Bomber guy. Actually, I forget. It's been a while since I've actually seen any of his stuff. Um, but like I recall, his titles were decent. But like, oh yeah, his thumbnails were trash. Thumbnails are not at all like meta. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, dude. There's some people that just break the molds, dude. It just works, and I don't think that there's a reason. I watched the two-hour-long video on the Roblox oof. So good. It was such a so good. good. And 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 the thumbnail is, <laughs> it's the yeah, fucking awful. like Roblox face with like bald H-bomber guy, which like half the people who are his viewers probably wouldn't even recognize yep. him in the thumbnail. Plus a, like a baby, like cherub with wings in the corner with, it's like such a meme. Yep. And it works. And 6.5 6. million, million views, brother. And it's called Roblox underscore oof dot MP3. <laughs> like it's, it's the type of, I want video names like that. Yeah. But it's like, you have to. Yeah. You have to, dude. I, I had this, this like, 
it comes this issue is common across everything streaming game selection youtube content creation whatever there's two ways to do things yeah if you do things the right way yeah like the the true way the good way the best way you'll get a ton of respect from a small amount of people who matter yeah and you won't really get much appreciation and if you do things the quote-unquote right way the meta way the yeah where you have to kind of sell your soul a little bit (laughs) yeah You'll have less respect, but more success. But you'll have less suspect, uh, less respect from like quote unquote the people who matter in the minority, like yeah. the respectable humans, and then yeah. the masses, the unfettered drooling masses, will absolutely fucking love you and and eat it up, and they won't care about any of the any of the things, right? That. Yep. It's like. Oh God, it's so. And then you have guys like H Bomber guy who do things the wrong way for the right reasons and have this respect of everybody, the masses and the people that matter. Yep, and it's like, but oh, banking God. your career on that, you know what I mean, is like scary because like the way that they do it has the least likelihood of success. But that means some people out there that do it that wrong way will succeed. And luckily, YouTube normally gives it to the people who really deserve it, the H bomber guys and the internet historians of the world who like we would all agree like deserve the fame that they've gotten because they make amazing videos. But it's Yeah, but but also think about all of the trash content that blows up. That yeah. I mean the, for the, sure. Yo, here's the top ten fucking yeah. Spider Man and Elsa videos <laughs> where they're gonna kiss, you know, prank gone sexual and they get twenty million <laughs> and it's just like the most garbage shit yeah. and they're getting 57 million views half of them are people going what is this garbage shit yeah. and they're sitting through 10 ads while they're like molding at this yeah. trash content um and and i have to think that like my case where i look at like my chess documentary was like yeah. i think it was like right place right time and then what like why yeah. does it only have like 1200 like it's it's something that if you <sighs> yeah. put it in front of the audience it's intended for, yeah, it should blow up. But YouTube just isn't yeah. serving it for yeah. whatever reason. It's it's not like, yeah. I mean, I've had that same feeling so many times where like, I just thought I remember I did that Mr. Beast video. I was, the, like if Mr. Beast played Tarkov, I was convinced in my soul. I was like, that's the best title I've ever come up with. That's the best thumbnail i've ever paid for it's the best video i had ever edited i was like this i, I is- remember when it came out i was like had a little bit of like jealousy where it's like fuck this is gonna blow up i was this like genius this Why is I gonna this? crush and it has like forty thousand views fifty thousand views over six months it performed like complete it performed like below average for like the 10 most recent videos at the time and of and over the course it's gotten some extra views and it's at that sits in the like fifty thousand. and i was like i just remember feeling like and if you just did a, I did 50 labs runs, how much money did yeah, I make? Yeah. It would have, it would have gotten yeah. 20% more views for 97% less. So it's like, effort. I've definitely had that feeling where it's just like, dude, wh- so, I, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I just can't, we crack can't the code. be, those things can't be the exceptions. 
so so when you say like the people who deserve it get served yeah. like it i have to assume that 98 percent of the people that deserve it don't yeah yeah don't, don't get it, it we're all we never see them yeah because they don't get served to us and there's people like me and you who like put out this amazing content that we think should blow up and just doesn't yeah and nobody sees it and that includes me and you right like yeah it's <sighs> yeah bro it's 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 impossible and frustrating you know what i mean to try and like reverse engineer it and then and exactly you said ride the balance of like okay i have this cool idea how hard do i go into like the meta of how i think this idea will blow up or how hard do i go into just like exactly how i want to do it not caring because it's a very much so yin and yang. The more you lean into the meta, the more you feel like you're sacrificing the integrity of the idea. And the more you lean into the uniqueness of the idea, the less you feel like it's going to blow up because you're like, ah, I'm not doing anything I'm supposed to do here. And riding that balance is like hard to do. And, and, and neither have a chance of success, right? Like sometimes you can like feel like you're riding the meta and being like, this is going to be perfect. This is such a 2023 video. This is going to crush and then it doesn't, and you're left with, like, I don't even know anymore, so... I feel like so many people end up, like, you can go full meta or full morals. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and it's like, and eventually what ends up happening is you end up getting honed down and honed down to somewhere in the middle of the yeah. road, and that's when people just burn out and give up. Yeah, for sure. Because it's like, oh, I'm getting 15,000 views every three days on a video, like, yeah. that's enough to make, like, a car payment on a new Honda, and, like, but like not yeah. pay a mortgage, not yeah. like, so yeah, I'm just not going to do that anymore, you know? <laughs> and you, and, and the thing is, is that YouTube was really good at showing you the success you could have, right? You see With the one random yeah, video that blows you up. You see the people who are like, you know, you see the the people who are where you want to be. Like I like, you know, Blueprint, Will Jim, these guys, I've been watching these Rust videos. I'm like, man, I don't feel like they're sacrificing their video ideas for the meta their thumbnails aren't meta their titles aren't meta like blueprint his videos are very like uh B I've never even heard of him b-l-o-o-p-r-i-n-t um his video blueprint face reveal oh god he's <laughs> his uh his videos like two months ago it's just called rust dash outplayed there's no like I built the craziest base in Rust, gone sexual. It's just like outplayed, fifty nine minutes, two million views. You know what now I his mean? His thumbnails, his thumbnails are dope. His thumbnails are dope, but they're not good. Does that make sense? They're works of art, but if you don't know who Blueprint is and you don't know what a Blueprint video is, you don't know what that means. Like you don't know what, like if you don't play Rust, you don't know what those things are. You don't know what they mean. You, it doesn't clue you into the story. It's just like but a really good, cool thumbnail. Here's the thing though. Millions of people play Rust. Yeah, no. And I, well, yeah. You know what's interesting? I feel, what? Um, Tarkov has had a higher all-time player peak than Rust. And, oh, that makes perfect sense. And and Rust averages like if we if we believe we actually looked this up on the Steam charts. I don't know if Rust is crossplay or anything, but on this according to the Steam charts, Rust has like the same daily player base. Like back when Dakita said there was like seventy thousand to one hundred and twenty thousand, I took that as seventy thousand. And uh, when we checked, Rust had like. 50,000 and like we like their one week peak was like 120,000 huh. like like 
like so so rust is like what rust has is what tarkov is beginning to have where like so many people know about rust because rust mm -hmm. has been around for five ever and like tens of millions of rust accounts have been played but not many people play Rust anymore relative to the... No, not many is very... You know, 50,000 daily active users is a wildly successful game, right? And that's kind of how Tarkov is, where it's like there's millions and millions and millions of accounts, but not many people that play it. So, but I say that to say that like these like... These videos crush 2 million views, 50,000 daily active viewers. Uh, no, but so but, know, but so like, here's here's my my interpretation of that though is Rust in in many ways is kind of similar to Minecraft, where I feel like there's a lot of consumers potential consumers <laughs> of the content. Yeah, I think the average age is lower than Tarkov. Yes, and I and like I, I don't I, there's no way for me to like really justify or articulate what is a hunch to me yeah but there's something about a rust player that makes me think they'll fucking watch anything rust it doesn't matter who it doesn't matter about what if it's like a cool thing about rust they want to watch it just yeah. like minecraft yeah people are like i want to see minecraft shit yeah I see when it comes saying. to tarkov most tarkov content is like the <laughs> not just talking about like the top creators yeah. but like the average there's just so much kind of like meh yeah stuff out there yeah and i think that if it's like a 33 year old dad yeah he's not just gonna watch some random thing right but if it's a 17 year old kid yeah he's gonna watch the fucking rust the true enemy video yeah. because it's got a cool thumbnail yeah and it's about rust that means it must be fucking amazing whereas i just I, feel like tarkov people are different and I, tarkov is different i think that plays a part. I don't think it plays as big of a part as you would think. I would challenge you, literally, go to Blueprint's channel, pick one of the past six videos, and watch it in its entirety, beginning to end. I know it's a lot to ask because it's a lot of time. Watch beginning to end, and you'll know. Like, I definitely think that the the, the player base and the... And the uh, I don't know what the word, the demographic is different, but, like, watch that video, and you'll be like, yeah, the reason why... Like, it's because it's nobody makes that content in Tarkov. Like, it's just unbelievably engaging content that you don't want to look away from. Yeah, but a lot of people make that content with Rust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But So that's what I'm saying is, like... I think... I'm, I'm saying, I, and I, I think if a lot of people made that type of content in Tarkov, they'd all get views. Like, I think... Maybe not that to might. that level. Like I, I agree that I, th I agree that I think the demographic plays a part into it, but I really think that like the type of content plays a bigger part. Like it's just addicting to watch. It's it's really really. Okay, so we're talking about two different things. There's like retention and performance, and then there's like your willingness to click oh, and get yeah. sucked in. Yeah, and I feel like. A Rust viewer is going to click on more a higher shit. propensity to click on things. I agree with that for sure. If you make, if you, if you just put Rust whatever with a cool thumbnail, yeah. is far more likely to get clicked than Tarkov whatever with a sick thumbnail. I will say though that there are like 
I mean, there are lots of content creators in Rust that don't do well. I mean, there's this like Tarkov where there's a lot of. Um, well, there are people that put nah. out million view Tarkov videos every other day or whatever the fuck. Like <laughs> people that like honestly, I never really watched, but like yeah, like I never really watched more than like ten fucking seconds of a General Sam video. But yeah. like every one of his videos would go out eight hundred thousand views, seven hundred thousand views. I love General Sam, by the way. I'm hung out with him at TwitchCon. General Sam's videos aren't Tarkov videos. They're General Sam videos. You know what I mean? Like, like 80% of every one of his videos is his personality. Like he is, he is addicting. He is who you want to see. And then yeah. he, you know, then he goes into Tarkov. That's why he, you know, he does a lot of variety where like he can play any game and get a million I mean, views. But, but he, I would also watch JLK play any fucking game also. Like I would watch him. It's the same reason why I watch yeah. like Operator Drewski videos. Yeah. For like, I'll never fucking play the flight sims, you know, that he plays. Like, I'll never play. Yeah, I'm yeah, not DCS. In but he yeah, makes DCS, it interesting. Yeah, but he makes yeah, he makes that kind of stuff interesting. Um, or even so, like Arma and, and, yeah. and those types of games. Like, um, I'm not interested in those games, and I wouldn't be interested in anybody else playing those games. But like, I enjoy his stuff. Yeah. But but that's also different and distinct from. I, what I was mostly trying to respond to is why are his thumbnails and titles yeah. seemingly performing? And for me, my my answer is I just think it's rust. Yeah. And I th I think if you <laughs> if you made that kind of content for Tarkov, well, okay. So there's multiple things here. There's multiple variables. Let's say you made. Well, you made that kind of content. You made a yeah. JLK or a Blueprint-esque video yeah. when you did the video about the ammo. Yeah. And it didn't perform as well because, one, you didn't have 2 million subscribers. Yeah. But, but two, also because it's Tarkov. And I think if you <laughs> went and you did a Rust video like you did in Tarkov— I feel like you'd have a higher chance yeah. of getting more views yeah. than Tarkov because of Rust. It's just the younger people are more going to, yeah. they're going to click on shit. I also think like the, the things we, you can't really, you can't tell how much it weighs in is one. He, um, like you said, he's got 2 million subs, right? So like you can't look at like his videos, 2 million, that's success. My video, a hundred thousand, that isn't success with a hundred thousand views with a hundred thousand subs, a hundred thousand views is success. But the other thing is, is like he has been putting out rust videos for six years. So like, like Pestily is a good example where he's afforded a little bit more flexibility where he can title a video something much less meta and people will watch it because he was the pseudo just like Tarkov guy through the like huge bubble burst or the bubble that was Tarkov. And so like yeah. Rust has had so many of those like Twitch rivals where a bunch of people get in, you know, XQC starts playing, everybody gets in huge updates. So like Pestily has kind of done, has like moved away and doing like IRL content and stuff like that alongside his gaming content. Blueprint mm -hmm. has been playing Rust for six years and every time Rust hit a bubble, he doubled down on content. He doubled down on content. He doubled down on content. So there's a part of it, an, an unknowable part of it that's like 
It's blueprint. He's been around for, he is the rust guy, right? So he could name yeah. his video. Don't watch this video. It sucks. And it would get 10 million views because he's blueprint. So it's like, so I don't look at those guys and say, oh man, like I can't, I, I can't do what they're doing. Like, I totally understand that there are so many aspects to it. Like I totally do, but I just look at their, like, just dude, watch, watch a Wiljum video, watch a blueprint video. Like there's basically there's a lot of things I can't control about Tarkov, which is like the age demographic, that type of stuff. But the, the content they make is something special. And I'm trying to like figure out ways to bring that to, to Tarkov. But yeah, there's there's so much. It's so hard to look around and be like, oh, that person's successful. I wish I was because the game they play is different. The demographic is different. They're content style is different. Their the history, the history is different. The is Their different. establishment yeah. is different. Two million subs just afford. So it's like, of course. So it's a balance when, like when trying to take inspiration, it's a balance of like what you take. You don't want to carbon copy, but you want to figure out what works. So it's been interesting. Did you ever watch Chris Ramsey? Mm-mm. So um, here, let me, let me send this to you. Uh, he does i bet you you've seen one of his videos maybe where he does uh like puzzle boxes um but he also does <coughs> um oh yeah i think you've stuff. sent me some of his stuff before yeah 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 probably yeah and he has his company um first they make like cards they have i have i've been yeah somewhere i have like one of his hats um it, now he's got 7 million subscribers if you go back like a couple of years, all of his puzzle boxing videos yeah. were getting somewhere between half a million and over a million views. He was like blowing up and he has like great thumbnails, great titles, and he was upping the quality and the production yeah. value more and more and more and more. And at some point, YouTube was just like, nah, dog. And his... His numbers just went 300,000, 200,000. Now, now he puts out videos that it's like he's got a full production crew where right before the thing, they've got a million cameras, 4K lenses, this beautiful cinematography, all of these. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And now pretty much all of his videos are getting under 100,000 views. And he's got 7 million subscribers. That's and he makes crazy. Yeah. And he actually one month ago made a video called The Truth About My Channel. Where he was like, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, I'm burnt out. He's not passionate anymore because he's like doing there's this no, epic like, shit. And yeah. there's no real return on his investments. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And I actually even commented. I, I'm pretty sure. I, I don't know if I ever actually even hit send. But if I go to the video and I scroll there, I literally wrote a comment a month ago. I feel this for my own channel slash content on so many levels, dude. I have no answers, no advice. Just wanted to share. I'm feeling so much of the same shit, and it sucks. I hope things get better for both of us. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, dude, and honestly, like, I hate to say it, but that made me feel a little bit better seeing that because it's like I know I can look at him and say this guy should succeed. He yeah, was yeah. succeeding. There's, it's like inexplicable why. Yeah you know, why this went this way. So, because there's always the, in the back of your head, like maybe my content's not that good. For sure. Maybe, maybe I like it way more than most people. And that's why, and, and the people that, you know, are just yeah. 
fucking jerking me off, telling me how fucking great my content is when really it's not great. And, yeah. you know, they're all lying to me or, or they're just the super fans that are going to overappreciate everything, yeah. you know, and it's like kind of want a reality check. But then I see stuff like this where it's like the same kind of shit yeah, where, where it's, it's like, like inexplainable. No you know what I mean? Like you see people who like pivot directions or they change or they whatever and you're like okay i can see it but then you see the people yeah where it's like i don't see it the videos have only gotten better higher production higher energy more of what the people wanted how could this possibly fail yeah i don't know what a fickle bitch what dude. yeah the uh youtube certainly is certainly is but for now i'm passionate and motivated and excited that i'm passionate and motivated because there's not a whole lot going on at Tarkov, so I have something else to chew on. That's why I like having the different baskets, the podcast, the YouTube, the Twitch, because like when one's down, one's up, you know what I mean? And there's something there's something yeah, new yeah. and mental to chew on and stuff like that. So um Have you been have you been playing Tarkov? Yeah. A whole lot. A whole yeah, lot of Tarkov. Before <laughs> we're at about an hour. So before we hop in though. We got some stuff to talk about Tarkov this week. Not a whole lot. Well, we we have some things to talk about. But uh, before we hop in, I do want to take a second and thank the first sponsor for this week's episode. And that is HelloFresh. I love getting sponsored by HelloFresh. Hashtag ad, hashtag sponsored. This has legitimately been a thing that we have been sponsored by before here on the podcast. And like, this is one of those few things that like, I don't even need notes. I don't need an ad read. I've used HelloFresh. I have a stack this thick of recipes. I had a HelloFresh recipe for dinner tonight. It's, I love it. It's, it's, it's everything. It's super convenient. It's delicious food. The thing that I always like whenever we do these ads raise, because this is so personal with me, the thing that I always go back on is the convenience of it. You can change, you can take a week off, you can stop and then resume your subscription anytime. You can do three meals this week, five meals next week. You can do it for two people, for four people. You can do, you know, extra protein. You can do, you know, keto or whatever. Uh, there's like 30 or 40 different recipes to choose from every single time. Some of them are ready in a, as little as 15 minutes. And so the convenience thing is huge. And then second, secondly, I've always been someone who enjoyed cooking, but didn't know how to cook and didn't know what I didn't know. And I would end up buying, you know, spices or sauces and they would just go bad. Like I've learned so much about cooking, about like making a pan sauce or how to make like a smaller portion of rice or something like that through HelloFresh that I feel like so much more confident in the kitchen as someone who actually legitimately did enjoy cooking. Um, so dude, it's, I, I love it. I love HelloFresh. I, I went, I went on a kick, uh, where I was watching like all of Gordon Ramsay's content ever get like a master, <laughs> master class and whatever. And, and, and that actually prompted me, um, to, uh, to like have the idea to get HelloFresh specifically, so that me and my wife could spend time together yeah. and also cook because that's just like I'm you know there's only so much pizza and spaghettios that yeah. I could eat you know yeah. before it's like I'm I'm going to sure. die early and you know so having good food um I hate shopping and yep. and all of the stuff that goes along with that the portions and yep. you know figuring out what recipes I'm so having all of that self contained is yep. like game changer for, yep. for, for me and the wife so seriously having it be simple easy convenient delicious learning all the things so uh it's awesome so um 
<laughs> so you can go to HelloFresh.com slash podcast22 and use code podcast22 for 22 free meals plus free shipping. Um, that is HelloFresh.com slash podcast22. Use code podcast22 for 22 meals and free shipping. Um, HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. That's a lot of free meals. Holy shit. That's a lot of free meals. Yeah, so HelloFresh is great. Um, Tarkov. Yes, I've been playing a lot of Tarkov. Um, man, Tarkov is like... I don't know. It's like... <laughs> I mean, you just, Tarkov is like... Uh, yeah. Man, it's like... It's, period. It's a, <laughs> Say no more. It's crazy because it's like... Part of it is legitimately... Part of the frustration is legitimately that... Nothing is different about Tarkov right now. Not nothing, but like part of the the like depression is that not that much is different than any every wipe at this point to the end of the wipe. It's just exhausting to go through it again. Mm -hmm. The like like you know everybody wakes up from their coma. PVP sucks. The game sucks. This sucks. That sucks. This sucks. And it's like, bro, it's always like, how do you not understand this by now? It's like it's gonna be slow. Players are going to stop playing as much. You know, you're not going to have as many people like, you know, running around like you're most likely going to run into brand new players that just bought the game and you're going to yell at them and call them rats and they're not rats. They just legitimately are terrified and looking at their map or you're going to run into a giga chat or you're going to run into a cheater. So like I, I, I'm not saying Tarkov isn't in a worse state. I do think it's in like one of the worst states it's ever been. But like part of the exhaustion is just the amount of times we've had the conversation of like X, Y, or Z. Like I had a, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't try to get onto this guy. I didn't like yell at him or anything or ban him. But I was like, I was walking around streets. I was on a scav and we were like, it was like super late in the raid. So I wasn't like worried I was going to die really. So I was like in the middle of the road like free looking around, like looking around. And I was like, dude, I was like, I'm so excited for the streets expansion. Like, I was just like, I love this map so much. I love the vibes of this map. And somebody was like, they really need to fix the game before they put out any new content. And I just like, I just like sighed so deeply. And I was like, I know, I know, I know. Oh. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. What do you want me to say? You're right. Can I not just say I'm excited for street? Like I was like, this is Dude, there are to... people dying in Africa yeah. starvation. What are you what are you talking about, Tarkov? It, it goes back to what we said the, 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 what we we talked about last week, the the literal infinite circle of like I I just don't want to have to spend 30 minutes qualifying every statement. And if I and if I don't, if I, if I just, if I just dare, if I just dare to utter, I'm excited for a something in Tarkov, then the people show up with, it's like, why well, if I think I'm the audio and the cheaters and of this, but then if I'm like, guys, I know that the audio and the cheaters and then this and that, and they really needed this and that, and they need to do this and that and this and that, but I'm excited for this. Then people are like, dude, just say what you want. And I'm like, I'm just dying. I'm just like, it's not. There's a part of it that's like Tarkov is rough to play. I'm not trying to say Tarkov is perfect. There's a part of it where like Tarkov is rough to play right now. But there's a part of it where it's just like, shut up. Just shut up. Like, I'm just, I'm just a guy. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not, 
I am not Nikita. I have no power. You know what I mean? I hate when I see these tweets and stuff like that, where it's like, oh, maybe some, maybe some big content creators can finally get through to Nikita. And I just hate that because it's like, dude, I have no power. And yeah, you're right, man. There are some people who have that mofo on speed dial. And unfortunately, it's been made pretty public that some of those people get changes that they want on a whim. And I hate that because it makes my life a living hell because you, I just have so many people that are just like, I'm just a dude. I'm just a 31-year-old nerd sitting in my office playing video games. That's it, man. I've made, I've made like, and I'm not even judging you. I've made countless videos like your videos where I'm like, this is just, you change this, please, God, please change this. It's so easy. It would make the game better. My videos don't get Nikita changing things. Like I'm just a guy and I'm okay. I'm not resentful of the people that almost like everybody that has his well, ear. Neither I'm, does my video. Yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like spoiler alert. That video I sent to Nikita and got radio silence. And then a couple weeks after it blew up and everything, yeah. in a call with Nikita, Clean said, hey, Nikita, make these changes. Really? And and as much as people want to fucking hate on Clean, oh, yeah. he's the one that he's the one that made it happen. All those changes that you loved, guys. Like, yeah, yeah, all the changes that everybody unanimously loved. So it's like, even I don't have the power. Nikita stopped talking to me. Yeah. So it's like, I just I'm just a guy trying to play a game. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I had the, I had the, the, the irony of like, you know, I love my favorite thing Twitch has done ever is the first time chatter because like it just outs people I hate so that, quick. I fucking hate that they added that dude, dude. It outs people <laughs> so quick. Somebody came in and it was like first time chatter and it was like, stop playing this game if all you do is complain about it. Like, why did you come to my channel specifically to say that? Yeah, I was like, wait, how would you know what I do all the time <laughs> if it's literally... Do you ever do the animation play watch time and you see zero yeah. minutes? You're like, oh, I, I watch it in incognito mode. On, uh, yeah, uh, it's like first out. chat message, seven and a half seconds of watch time. But all I do is X, Y, or Z, right? You know what I mean? So it's like, I know that we're going to get the comments. They're already typing furiously right now. This is what you get. This is what you ask for when you sign up to be a content creator. But like, it's just so funny because it's just like, so part of the Tarkov woe right now is just like, we're not having conversation. We're not having new conversations. We're not having conversations. We're not having anymore. And when there are new conversations or like, that's what's crazy too, is like, I still love to talk about like, what changes could happen or what changes we need or what, what we could do. You know what I mean? But the like real substance conversations, I still love being a part of, but the, like the just like flippant disregard the just like regurgitated L opinion streamer or like the, yeah, the people going around just trying to incite arguments. Like, why do you play this game? Just go play something else. And like, that kind of stuff, like Tarkov is dead, you know, all the players left, all the this, like the conversations that have no substance, I'm so tired of. And I don't mean tired of as in like, I'm going to ban you if you say it. I mean, like physically exhausted. Like I didn't even have the energy. It's emotionally draining. I didn't dude. even have the energy to explain to that guy that I was like, yeah, 
I know they need to fix the game before they add new content. Brother man, like I just am a guy saying that I like this map. You know what I mean? Like it's like actually exhausting. So that's been part of it. Part of the shenanigans. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, I, I mean, that that's like 50, it's like 49% of why I stopped playing. Yeah. It's because I can't even enjoy the game playing it. Yeah. If I could like hate the game and have fun with chat and interact with chat yeah. and like, then it'd be one thing, but it's like <laughs> me not enjoying the game very often makes chat toxic, which makes yeah. me toxic, which makes chat, which you know, just so spirals. it's like, yeah, so, but, but you, they just gave, you just gave me the idea actually of uh, an interesting video that might be maybe a, uh, a good precursor if I end up doing a main channel No Man's Sky video is what Tarkov could learn from No Man's Sky. Mm. I'm just thinking about like the progression, all the things I talked about with yeah, the progression yeah. from like starting over and how I've I've done like seven new starts. Yeah. And they've all been they've all felt completely different. Yeah, fresh. In Tarkov, yeah. it's identical. Right now, I you can't procedurally generate eighteen quintillion Tarkov maps, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like, there's something there that I could extrapolate yeah. out, and then like all <laughs> the cool elements about base building, like that's what the hideout should have been. Mm. The hideout yeah. should have been like building a base where you can put the modules where you want, and oh, maybe yeah. having maybe having synergies based on. How you know if you build the 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 fucking bathroom next to the yeah. workout room that gives you diminishing returns on the yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. You know, like I I don't know. There's a million things they could do, but like there's so many interesting yeah aspects of fuck and even like modding. You know how like the adjacency bonuses when you put a module yes. in like your multi tool. Yep. If you put like the laser and then the laser upgrade to the right of it and then the other laser upgrade beneath it the fact that they're adjacent they get multipliers yeah, or yeah. additive bonuses like imagine tarkov like uh, putting all the tapco furniture on oh yeah you suddenly get a plus 10 bonus to ergo like the enchantments so, that they have right now yeah and yeah and that's like you could argue that's even more realistic than enchantments because it's like the tapco furniture is meant it's designed it's made, to work together yeah yeah, yeah. You know, like, obviously, that's, you know, like, 98% bullshit. Yeah. But but at the same time, it's like, so is the rest of the game. Yeah. 98% yeah. bullshit anyway. So, but, like, there's just so many interesting aspects yeah. of it that, like, could add richness and replayability and more thinking to now it's not, I'm going to do the best in slot ergo and the best in slot recoil and the best yeah. in slot whatever. Yeah. Now it's like, well, maybe these combinations work and maybe you could make it so uncommon combinations give additional bonuses above and beyond the individual pieces yeah and now you're making it so that every you can have 27 different builds with yeah comparable feel and stats yes yeah so there's true build having, variety yeah 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 so like while, killing a guy it, and you go that gun is cool and then you double click on it and you're like oh there's a plus five ergo why and then you're now you're reverse engineering what what are these parts and then now you're thinking about yeah oh yeah that's actually that's a that's a really fascinating thought experiment on how to handle the attachments. And I just thought of that in four seconds yeah. live on a podcast. Yeah, because I think about that all the time. Like I'm really 
depressed that they've spent so much time modeling so many attachments for the guns. And it's just like they all have one use. You know what I mean? And it's like, like, that's a really interesting way to do it. I think a really simple way that they could do it in like 10 minutes is like they flatten out everything and all attachments in the game. Like, let's, let's. Let's use foregrips, but th this would apply to every category of attachment, right? Hand guards, barrels, whatever. But you'd like all the, the foregrips, there's three categories, good, better, best. All of the good foregrips give... Right, are identical. Give 2% recoil reduction, all the good ones. All the better ones give 4% recoil. And there are only five best ones, and all of them give a different some plus five plus six ergo some so it's like the the ones that are varied are in a very small subset those are the best ones and those are the ones that are only findable in raid so now you have this combination where like the meta you would be able to build from a trader is you could build it 10 different ways because you could use all the good hand guards and all the good foregrips and all the good butt stocks would all result in the same stats yep. but then if you kill a guy that had a, a really rare foregrip or a really rare buttstock, now you could start to piece together much rarer ones, and those are only found in raid. You know what I mean? So it's like, you get the benefit of both, and I was like, that would be so much simpler. <laughs> Dude, for sure. And, and if you think about, like, you, you can't make anything really amazingly good because... It, it would be the only thing that you could exactly. Use. So you but, can't make anything too amazing and give unlimited access to it. You can't exactly. have exactly. But so if it was like two percent ergo, four percent <laughs> ergo, and fifteen percent ergo, but it was like, then when you used it, you would feel an appreciable, yes. noticeable difference. But it, but the additional ten ergo doesn't make you invincible. No. And you're still only going to last yes. two raids on average with it. Yeah. So it's not like it's going to dominate and it the, keeps the meta. The feeling of loss. Because right now... And gain. The, exactly. There's no... Like, that's a thing. Like, there's no... Now, once again, I understand. If you're new, then you don't understand this conversation, that's okay. But right now, there really is no feeling of loss. Right? Like, there's nothing... I'm trying to think of a thing... I'm trying to think of a piece of gear that if I lost it in raid, I would really be sad like about. A, like a thermal or a slick. A thermal I, are the only are the only things I can. A thermal is a good one. A slick, even because once again, they didn't remove the ability to buy slicks. They just added clicks. Because I can go on the uh, flea market yeah. and buy three troopers and three corduras and three rip stops and barter for a slick. Right? I can yeah, still yeah. buy slicks. They just made them more expensive and made more clicks in between. Uh. Thermals are the same way. You can get thermals whenever you want, but they are really expensive, and and they're that those are one of those things that do get, kind of give you a feeling of lost T7s, but nobody really actually runs T7s. Because that's absurd. Yeah. That's you know? like, you know, yeah. So it's like, there's no feeling of loss because it's, it all, like, I mean, we've said this before, it all comes down to access, bro. It all comes down to access. There's just no... It, it's just we have access to everything. We have access to everything that we want. Even the, I, I mean, I talked all, all, I talk a lot about like the traders are really what's broken. Everybody points to the flea, you know what I mean? But like right now, you can't buy really good armors on the flea. You can't buy, I mean, you can't buy 
most tier five armors on the flea. You can't buy most tier six armors on the flea. You can't buy most good guns on the flea. But you can buy them all from the traders. Like, you know what I mean? And so it's still just like an access game to me. So by the, the, the problem there, though, is that those things are still really expensive from the traders. So the flea makes it easy to make almost infinite money. Yes. Yes. So, that, yeah. So yeah. It's yeah. Indirectly a problem. It is. It those is. people are right by accident. They, well, yeah. And and uh, uh, I went on. I was kind of talking with chat the other day about how, like, you don't necessarily fix that by getting rid of the flea. Like, I still think the flea has a has a beneficial place in the game. I think found in raid is a little scuffed. And then I also think I think the the, the big thing that I've been on mentally that I've been chewing on that I might make a video is the entire concept of loot in Escape from Tarkov is so ass backwards. Now, I don't mean I kill a guy and I'm looting their stuff. I'm saying when we all spawn in, at the moment we spawn in, if you pause the game, what loot, what are you looting? Very small, highly valuable trinkets. Where's the post-apocalyptic world? Where's the raid series? Where's the scavenger? Where's the, I don't have enough ammo. I don't have enough mags. I don't have all we loot. When people talk about loot, the loot is broken. Loot needs to be buffed. Loot, loot, loot. They are talking about Bitcoins, lead X's, lead X's graphics cards, <clears throat> teapots, lions, gold it's skulls, pro kills. Rubles per slot. It, that's it. There's no loot. There's no actual loot there's no loot like in diablo what are you looting gear yeah Ge stuff and gold is irrelevant stuff i want to use now i'm not saying get rid of all the cool high valuable trinkets but i'm saying that like all you want when you spawn into a raid right now is to min max the amount of single slot highly valuable things that you can sell on the flea for a high amount of money but if like right now 70 like this is just a crazy thought experience that makes no sense like you're, you're gonna be able to poke holes in this really easily but if 75 percent of all loot like high value anything that can spawn a tech or a gold chain or a chain lid or a bitcoin or an rfid or a vertex if 75 percent of those things became gear-based loot maybe a high capacity magazine or a 40 round magazine or a gun or a stock gun or whatever and 75 percent of all the locked rooms <clears throat> their loot was switched to like this locked room has a gun rack full of guns and you might get the one where one of them on there is really rare. The RSAS like fully decked R with the voodoo, but you might get a bunch of like mediocre ones. You unlock this room and it's full of armors and you might get a slick or you might get a Corund, but you might get class fours and a TV rig and something like that. Well, most of that stuff is not sellable on the flea market. So, if there was access was highly limited to the traders, the loot in the raid was that, then the flea market would still kind of have its place because because you would still find every, much less frequently, but you'd still find the pro kill or the chainlet. And the value of it would probably be even more because there's less of them. So it would still be a place to offload those things, but it wouldn't be exclusively what you're looking for. You know what I mean? Like that. that's the thing is like, once again, well, like you made in your, like the, the big point you made in a lot of your videos in the, in the one that blew up was like, 
Nikita, let me show you what you showed us you wanted this game to be. Let's yeah. watch some clips of the Raid series, right? The whole point of this was supposed to be like, this is the vibe of Tarkov. And like, it's just, it's not, you know what I mean? And so like, I want, that's a huge thing to me where like people say that, you know, these really blanket statements or these really binary things. Loot needs to be buffed. Uh, the flea market needs to go. And it's like, okay, like I, I really, I get where you're coming from because I agree that the looting in Tarkov sucks right now, but I don't think it's as simple as loot needs to be buffed. I don't think American politics needs to change. Yeah. I've said a meaningful statement yeah, that yeah. does nothing. I don't think moonshine spawns need to be buffed. I don't think Bitcoin spawns need to be buffed. I think we need to create a void and then fill the void with loot. Yeah. We need to create the void by making so much less gear accessible to traders. Now, if you're a new if you're a new player to the game, if you're a casual player, all the gear you buy from the traders, I think, should stay. <laughs> right? Rat rigs, penis helmets, AKs, car med kits, all that uh, stuff. But slick barters and every single attachment you need to buy a meta m4 every single attachment you need to buy a meta mutant every single attachment you need to get a meta sa58 that stuff create a void then fill the void with loot the reason that the loot isn't like that is like because i can't buy moonshines from the traders Right? You can buy from the fleet, but if you find it, then you sell it for more money. Right? Like that's the only void. I can I can just buy all the gear I want. Why would I need to go loot it? A huge aspect of what you're talking about is it moves towards making what I was saying about No Man's Sky about how each playthrough is different. Yeah. Well, now when you go into a raid and you go into Kiba, <laughs> the 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 probability space of combinations of things that could yeah. be on the wall. They could make it infinitely, you know, like yeah. there could be seven guns. There could be two guns. All the guns could be one of, honestly, like they could spend a weekend and have three guys in a room oh. with a whiteboard and come up with 300 builds Easily. that are all unique and all cool and usable instead of the like 10 that we've had forever that are yep. garbage. Garbage. Um, yep. And or they could make it fucking procedural, randomized, whatever. Like, but but. But think about what you're talking about, because now it's I go in with the same three kits and I go to loot the same two rooms to get the lead X's or the key yeah. cards. And it's the same thing over and over again. But imagine if it's I'm going in with a different kit than I've yeah. than I've ever played with before. And I'm going to find different gear than I've ever yeah. played with before. And then combine that with the dynamic emergent PVP exactly. situations of Tarkov. And now you have a great fucking game. Exactly. And the flea, the flea market shouldn't be for making money. I think the flea market should be a way to facilitate progression through the hideout and yeah. or connected to that is quests. It's yeah. not the way to make money. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It should be the way that you get the shit so that you can build the stuff um, in the hideout that will make running raids better or easier. Yeah. Little buffs to stamina drain yeah. or strength. Or and being able to craft things that you're going to use and not, you know, but for sure. So like I just so like I so so to the people that say like looting sucks in Tarkov, looting needs a buff. I say I agree with you, but I, but I say before we just make every corner a Letix spawn, you know what I mean, and make every locked room a moonshine spawn. Let's 
let's let's just take a step back and think about like what this game is. You know what I mean? Like it's not just like pick up Bitcoin simulator. Like, and I know that th those people would say, which I agree. If there's really good loot in certain areas, that facilitates PvP because PvP people are there, and that's the most the closest thing we have to emergent gameplay in Tarkov is like the you know really natural pvp progression and i get that and i agree with those things i just think that in the world we just described all of those things are heightened right it's a better experience it's a more dynamic experience it's more dynamic pvp it, it actually maybe pushes you around two different parts of the map because that's a that's a thing as well like if if over here's got a really good locked room with good armors in it and on the other side of the map it's got good weapons in it and on this map is the only map you can find this particular armor now there's a natural reason like the only reason you play any map is because I know I can make money there or I like that map those are the only two reasons mm -hmm. past quests and the the really good thing about the quests even though the quests may be designed really poorly is that it pushes you around you're here for a reason so creating emergent gameplay out of that where maybe, you know, there's lots of more, there's lots of rooms all over Tarkov that are armor spawns, but you can only get slicks from reserve and lighthouse in these places. And there's lots of places where you can get good ammo, but you can only get seven and 40 on interchange and this, because then depending on what you have and depending on what you seek, then also dictates maybe the map you want to go and the map you want to go if you don't have instant access to gear maybe in turn like if you only have three voodoos you're probably not bringing them to customs you might want a red dot because you might want to save your voodoos for lighthouse when you're sniping rogues you might want to save your voodoos for woods but because i can have infinite and unlimited access to voodoos i might as well just bring one every damn raid you know what and i mean voodoo to fucking factory so it's like, like so all these things end up determining maybe I want to bring a different kit depending on the map I'm going to. I want to bring different gear depending on the loot I am trying to go. I'm going to go to a different map depending on the loot I'm trying to access. And then now looting and PVP and all these things also get buffed without it just being more Bitcoins. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and more <laughs> moonshines and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, man. I... So couple all that stuff with the ability to uh, to take apart weapons. Yes. Uh, dude. Like as well as I honestly, I would love it if like you could take apart weapons and fold armors, because imagine having a backpack with four sets of armor yeah. and three guns that you took the like most of the yeah. parts off of the stock and the grip. That right there. Is way better than full of flashlight laser attachment yeah Lex, yeah. bitcoin like one of those is like what you would expect right like yeah oh man yeah fuck no i agree so um i don't even know how we got there really i don't know how we we got on that that tangent but yeah it's there's just a lot of stuff so oh yeah ultimately i was saying i don't mind and i still enjoy meaningful conversations around like changes that could happen to Tarkov. And I by no means consider myself an expert that I have the perfect idea around everything. It's just the, the meaningless, um, substanceless conversations around the game is dead. It's going to die. Nobody's playing BSG. Can't get their head out of their own ass. X, Y, Z, yada, yada, yada. It's just like, 
stop stop wanting new maps or whatever it's just like it's just getting tiresome and and i understand that i was that person at at, at a given time too right so it's like hard i try to empathize but it's just like it's just exhausting the i don't know i don't know i'm not trying to like I also constantly mauled about the game, so I'm not trying to be like, oh, man, everyone should just stay positive. Like, that's not the route I'm coming from here. But you're molding at the game. You're not telling people how they should feel exactly. about it. Exactly. I think that's it. Exactly. It's like, it's like I'm very willing to mauled about the game and to mauled at the game with you. And, like, a lot of people that come in and, like, if they're like, dude, this game sucks. This is so stupid. I hate it. I'm no To that guy, I'm normally like, I feel you, man. But the, yeah, but the guy that comes in and is like, uh, you shouldn't be talking about that because these things are more important and I know what kind of influence you have. So by you saying that, that's when I'm like, dude, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. You know what I mean? Like that, that's a good way to put it. Thank you for like salvaging that because I could already see the comments that are like, Jesse, again, just being Mr. Optimist. No, I'm not Mr. Optimist. I'm molding about the game all the time. But to come again and just telling people what they should feel or like the high and mightiness that we're at now, we're like, all these intelligent conversations have been had so many times that unintelligent people can regurgitate intelligent facts and they think that that makes them intelligent. With that, like that, I'm just like, oh, dude, like, ugh, it's just getting to me, you know, so. I mean, yeah. And, and the, on the topic of meaningless conversations completely and utterly lacking empathy, the complete opposite of that is a perfect segue into our final sponsor Woo! of the episode, yes, <laughs> uh, BetterHelp, which is the world's largest therapy platform. Um, we've we've talked about BetterHelp a million times. Yep. Um, I have been. I, <laughs> I've actually been the the last few uh, therapy sessions that I've had. Um, I've actually kind of pivoted and been talking about some different some different stuff. Um, some other stuff, you know, like I talked about with my grandmother and and family stuff. And yeah. um, dude, let me tell you, like. Between me and and some other folks in my family who also use BetterHelp, uh, I don't even know how to say this. Like th things would be different if we didn't have people, yeah, outside of our circle. You know, because you don't want to necessarily burden your loved ones with these things For all sure. the time, or burden your friends with these things. Um, yeah, th th things things are are for us uh, infinitely better. Being able yeah. to talk to somebody, being able to do it from the fucking convenience of my yep. bedroom, you know, um, once a week having these conversations, it's super convenient. Um, yeah. and yeah, and life changing for, for me, sure. For sure. It's, uh, it's man. And like, and I love that, like as a society, we've been doing a pretty good job of trying to dismantle the stigma around it, but, but, but there's still like, I say this to anybody who's considering it, but like has their own personal stigma. Like, I think that's an important thing to talk about too. It's just like, it's, it's like, whether it's like people don't want to ask for help or people just can convince themselves. I think our subconscious does a really good job of just like immediately flying through a bunch of reasons we shouldn't do something. It'll be too hard or whatever, but it's like, it's man, it's just like, so as somebody who spent a lot of time uh, in counseling and in therapy and as you know like to, to just mirror your opinion like it's so liberating it's so freeing it's so beneficial to talk about someone whether you have like really deep core things in your life that are like very 911 that you need to address or whether you're just like tired and anxious and don't know what to do about the future and aren't sure what to do like it's just just as helpful of a preventative thing 
um, as it is a, you know, 911, we need to stop the bleeding thing. And so it's just, uh, it's so just like underrated how beneficial it can be to just talk to another human being. And BetterHelp does a really good job of cleaning up a lot of the mess. They like, it's the, it's the best that I've seen as far as like, they want to get you to a therapist that help that's like connects with you. So, you know, no phone calls, no assistance, no nothing. It's just try someone. If you want to try something else, nobody's offended. Couple of clicks, you request someone new, you find someone that clicks with you and you start talking. There's all sorts of awesome, cool benefits that BetterHelp does, like being able to like submit notes or like messages. It's not, you know, like a, a guarantee they're going to respond, but some form of communication, even just to like jot down notes of like, I want to talk about this so you don't forget. Like that's a cool yep. thing that you don't often have with people if it's done IRL. So yeah, BetterHelp is, uh, it's awesome, man. It's really cool. Yeah, for sure. So uh, when you want to be a better problem solver, uh, therapy can get you there. Go to betterhelp.com slash podcast today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash podcast. Check them out. Check them out. Um, the only like notable thing that's happened in Tarkov, did you see that they put labs cards back on the flea yesterday? I've, I've just seen Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And Which is, it, yeah, great. It just makes me makes me happy that i'm taking a break because it's like i'm so glad that yeah i can witness it, it from afar yeah um it's a it's a dub like it's it's good like they're they were leaning too they weren't leaning in any direction too long like labs had just become this weird place where it's like it can't be both things you know it can't be this like super secret underground bunker that's super hard to get into and have no loot. You know what I mean? It's like you you either have to let people in and let let it be like the little thunder realm where they duke it out and be the PvP thing, or you if you're gonna make it the secret underground underground bunker full of loot that nobody can get into, restrict access, but then put stuff down there. You know what I mean? So it was like so it was cool that they put it back on the flea. I think in general it also allows people to get in there and learn the map. But it's also just like it's not bringing anyone back to Tarkov, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody that was hoarding their cards, listing them, you can get cards so much cheaper than from therapists because people are listing, you know, 20, 30 cards. They get them from their scavs and they just like keep them. And so... Um, has, has has it generally made it feel like there's less cheaters? Has it felt like it's been watered oh, down? I haven't played a single Labs raid right, since the change. <laughs> I just don't care. <laughs> I just don't care, bro. Um... Did I tell you? No, I didn't, bro. Um, oh, my God. I got raids with Berkey to, again today, but for the first time last week, for, it was Friday, so it was right after the podcast, bro. We This was hilarious. We went in with our... I changed back to the Timmy stock clothes. I got the stock EOD hatchet, and we mm. went in with nothing. And our goal was to convince people we were new to the game. And so like our second run, we found these dudes and they shot at us and we were like, no, 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 no. And we were like, dude, we were like these scavs, we were in a scav raid and we found these labs cards and they told us it's like the best place for like Timmy's, like new people to go get loot. We didn't even bring a backpack. And these guys were like, no, like, oh, they lied to you. They were like, man, like, <laughs> like this is real. And so like, they were like explaining to us what raiders were. And they're like, you know how the AIs crack? Like these guys are on another like, oh, level. Oh, and oh, we were God. like, oh my God. And they were like, ah, oh. they were like, 
you want to come with us? And we were like, yeah, I mean, I don't think we're going to last on our own. And so they put us in um, the button room for power for, sorry, for parking, parking garage. The yellow key card? Oh, no, the other one? No, but the power. But yeah, yeah, the other one. And uh, they wiped the lobby. These guys were like level like 40 and 50. Like they weren't like level 60 gigachats. They killed like four PMCs and they just kept bringing loot back into the room. And then they kept hitting, killing raiders. And like in the middle of a fight, I was like, you can loot computers. And I like loot the computer. And then I clicked the power button. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. And I was like, I thought you could loot this. I thought it was loot. And they were like, no, no, no. And it like spawned a bunch of raiders. Dude, it was gold. It was such great content. And they kept being like, hop in our Discord. And we were like, no, our Discord's broken. I don't want, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And anyways, so we were like, we were like, man, we want to, we want them to know we're us that we're like Chad's, like, like we're like high levels, but we don't want to just tell them. And so we concocted this plan. We were literally, there were three minutes left in this labs raid. We were there the whole time. We were on our way to parking. The door was open. We were in the garage and Berkey pulls a nade and she starts freaking out. She's like, what did I do? What do I do? What do I do? And she throws it straight down and I overvoip. I'm like, I'll body block you. I'll body block you. And I lay on the nade and we both die. Three minutes left. They got all that loot for us, dude. They wiped the lobby. Bro, they messaged us and they were like, that was the funniest thing I've ever. They were like, we looted your dog tags and we lost our minds. Like they ended up finding me and coming into chat and like hanging out. It was, it, was it, were you on your main account? Yeah. Oh yeah. So okay. it's like, we looked like Timmy's, but when they looted us, they were like level 63. Like it, dude, it was so, it was like such good content bro just pretending to be brand new to the game and having them like explain the mechanics of the game and they were such good sports about it they were like we were nervous that they were going to be like pissed but they they were like that was the funniest thing i've ever dude it was so great so that was my labs oh, experience amazing. recently bearkey made a video about it go check out bearkey's youtube channel she has a video of the whole thing but but yeah i haven't really played a whole lot of labs since the thing i don't think it's going to make a huge change but you know it was kind of it was like the only thing that happened this week. We didn't get any Chronicles of Rigi. We didn't get any... Yo, the I got a notification on my phone. Escape from Tarkov Arena Twitter account tweeted something. Ja baited, bro. They tweeted four screenshots of the Chronicles of Rigi that happened three weeks ago. I was like, what? Fire whoever did Dude, that. Dude, absolute jabate. Jabated. I was so pissed. I was like, finally, some sweet, sweet content. And it was nothing. President Biden has scheduled a, a, yeah. a press conference where he's going to be discussing big news about uh, student loans. <laughs> and then he's like, nothing's changing. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, <clears throat> so no new Chronicles of Rigi, no new news, none of the patches that are on the roadmap. We got labs cards on the flea. And I'm learning that morning Tarkov is... There's no Easy one on mode. when it's in NA. I mean, even and even more so this latent wipe, dude. It's like the other day I played I played three streets raids where I looted all of the most high value stuff by myself. Streets of the, the the premier map, the most it's got the best PvP in the game right now. And I looted the whole map by myself, killed three scavs and left. It's great if you're trying to make money, but it's Yeah, I would love I I would love to see Yeah. Yeah, some of the people who who have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of rubles? Uh, oh yeah, that uh, that they play 
early in the morning in in East Coast, but on West Coast servers. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's like, like two a.m., four a.m., and you know they. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's a uh, let's start off. Vibes are at an all time low in the community. They're at, meh. They're at an all time meh. Is actually a good way to put it. They're at an all time meh. Um, trying to have fun playing the game. Oh yeah, I hit a hundred million. I've never had a hundred million before. I hit a hundred million. Oh, you're so you're what I'm talking about, and you fucking no. <laughs> yeah, but I played normal. I haven't taken a single. I think I've taken two viewer kits, one from Tower and one from Fudge. Two viewer kits, no viewer you kits. Didn't get banned. No, I didn't get banned. I and Fudge gave me the a slick, a Mark 18, and the six shot GL big pipes, <laughs> and I didn't get banned. Holy fuck. Um. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, that friend, the guy also took like, yeah, oh, yeah, million. that's right. That's right. Um, so like, you know, it's, uh, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to have fun. I don't know. It's Tarkov. Dude, if you're having fun, that's fucking. Yeah. No, nobody should be fucking telling you to do anything differently and nobody should be giving you shit. Yeah. And all of the people who want to play that aren't having fun, rightfully so. Yeah. Uh, they can live vicariously through you. Yep. That's, and there's a lot of people that want to just do that. And yeah. I fucking get it. Yeah. You know, so live vigorously through me. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's a meme, dude. You know, Valiant. I mean, that's a meme. You know, yeah. Valiant, right? Okay. <laughs> dude, he's such a goofball. Homie, somehow, I don't know, he gets into these situations so much. Somehow finagled himself into um, an Apex Legends tournament where the teams rotated every once in a while, and he's he's on Nick Merckx's team. Okay, so like Valian and like top three streamers of all time, you know, Nick Merckx is streaming, and and they start talking, and and he just like I don't remember. Oh, they were talking about. How small his penis is. I don't even know how. And but it got to Velian just he kept saying, I'll just have to live vigorously through you. And he just kept saying it. He's on a call with Nick Merckx. You know, 50,000 people are watching. And he just kept saying, I'm I'll just have to live vigorously through you. So, dude, we troll him so hard. It's so dude, he's a he's a fucking sweetheart. He's the best, bro. He's, oh. No, he he he's he's one of the folks that like randomly would reach out and be like, "How you doing?" Man? Yes, and like like would talk to you for an hour if you yeah, needed man. to talk. Yeah. yeah, he's a good dude. He is, but it's so fun. What a fucking meme! Holy well, shit, dude! So now anytime anyone's like, "I'll just live vicariously," I'm like, "Dude, go ahead and you live vigorously, man." Dude, I wanna. I think. I think we've got time, maybe for a story time. Yes. It's been too long. It's been too have been long since we've people done a story been, time. I've only got a, a few left. I'm gonna have to think about a few more. Oh, I need but, to. Uh, I need to dig out some too. Dude, I've been wanting to tell the story of the stabbing. Yes, I've been staring at it for so long on our notes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So. Ah, uh, this is. Let's see junior year okay of college 
this was like a month before I met my wife. Okay. Um, like I had said, my my previous relationship. Uh, we, we were all associated with the volleyball team. Oh and, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Usually, like teams at a lot of colleges, it's like the men's and the women's team that are of the same sport. Yeah. You know, or like a little mini community. So, um, and I didn't play sports in college. So, you know, very often I just ended up being like a groupie, you know, like <laughs> yeah. following, you know, uh, girlfriends or whatever to, to their games and, you know, trying to be supportive and stuff. But um, so a lot of my friends, even at the time when I was single, were, were volleyball players. Um, <clears throat> I was at a party at a kind of like. God, I, I, I'd be doxing myself if I said where it was. <laughs> um, but there's just some like kind of sort of trashy-ish okay. apartments uh, that are sort of no- notorious in the area um, that a bunch of people, you know, in, in college were, were staying at these apartments. And um, <clears throat> some somebody at the party. Oh, I, I know who it was. So there was one of the one of the friends of one of the players. They had like their brother and his friends like show up to this party, which was like weird. It generally wasn't like outsiders. Yeah. So a lot of these parties Um, and they were from like an adjacent town. That's like a less nice town. You know, it's like, Oh, they're from, you know, they're from this town. Like, Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Now I was, um, let me try and think. A friend of mine, one of the girls on the volleyball team, she was driving my car. She was the designated driver. Okay. Don't don't fucking drink and drive, kids. Uh, and, and by kids, I mean adults. Yeah. <laughs> don't drink uh, or drive, kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't drink and or drive. Um, don't do any of those things. So we were leaving the party. Mm-hmm. And um, randomly... There was three dudes outside, fucking smoking butts, outside of the uh, the entrance to this place, and I was leaving with three girls from the <laughs> volleyball team yeah. to go back because a couple of them I, I I was like roommates with in an apartment we had. <clears throat> now I'm obviously not you know, built for fucking physical confrontation. <laughs> but I am also not a bitch and I'm not a pushover. Yeah. And I won't be spoken to in certain tones of voice <laughs> or my friends. So we're leaving and I've had a few drinks. And I, I don't remember what the guys said, but they said something, let's just say disrespectful <laughs> to to the girls I was with. Yeah. Now, it's me, three girls, and three dudes who are probably each twice my size. Yeah. Okay. And I basically told them to go fuck themselves yeah. and, you know, keep their mouths shut. Uh, but I, I also... All right, I won't get into that. 
I, I told them to keep their mouths shut, all right? so I so badly want the story to end with Veritas channeling the spirit of the bottlenose dolphin and just kicking the butts of three dudes outside of a cafe. Don't, this isn't going to be a John Wick ending, don't worry. Um, <laughs> now, at the time, I was wearing, I have a black and yellow flannel because it was like fall, maybe winter-ish. Yeah. Um, now, this was before flannels were cool, okay? <laughs> the original flannel really. really. wearer. Flannels have always been cool, but for some True. reason, the guy was wanted to make a joke about questioning my sexuality, um, which, you know, didn't even offend me. But it, it was interesting that you would make a comment like that when the guy was wearing a sweater vest. And I was wearing a flannel. And I had to point out sort of the seeming... Oh, God. Contra ...contradiction there. Now, that comment after the, you know, go fuck yourselves comment, I made kind of like the guy not facing the explosion, you know, just walking away like, yeah, you know, whatever. And then the back windshield of my my Ford Ranger shatters and I go to turn and I get hit with a beer bottle in the back of my head. What? It didn't shatter. Just, like, just the, fucking, <laughs> the fucking deadest thud. Yep. And I turn around like, what the fuck? And I see the three dudes dropping their backpacks and coming at me. And I'm like, well... This isn't going to end well. Nope. Now, I also have been uh, a collector of, like, pocket knives. Yeah, yeah. And I had a pretty nice bench made. Now, the way I looked at it is, in the moment, questionable or not, was these three guys could have killed me. Yeah. Like, physically, easily, I didn't stand a fucking chance, you know? Yeah. Best case scenario, I break a nose and then I fucking die, you know? <laughs> um, and, you know, having questionable judgment, you know, yeah. I, I never, yeah. I, I had my concealed carry license, but never would carry if there was ever going to be alcohol involved. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I almost always had a pocket knife just for, like, utility reasons. Yep. Well, I flicked out the pocket knife. And I, while I'm walking backwards to my truck, and I basically am like, listen, I don't have fucking beef with you guys. Let's just let bygones be bygones. We don't, this doesn't have to escalate any further, but you're not fucking getting any closer to me. You yeah, know? Yep. Um, this, ain't, this ain't escalating. And that was the only way that I thought, you know, I could stop it. And they stopped in their tracks. And I slowly walked back, got in the fucking passenger seat of my truck, and told the ladies, like, get in the fucking car. Drove away. I've never seen somebody struggle to put a, a thing in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, it felt like three minutes of just oh, trying to put the fucking car in, uh, in reverse. So, damn. As soon as we get in the truck, these guys sprint to the truck and they're just punching the windows, trying to reach through the back window. They finally managed to fucking drive away. 
and we get home and of course my heart's racing like holy fuck like was that a stupid idea probably Bro. a little stupid but at the same time like you know whatever remember this is college i'm probably like 22 or yeah, something yeah, yeah. so you know i'm not not the not the smartest bloke in the world well i get home to my apartment and we had there was five people lived in an apartment there were three bedrooms two girls shared one room one guy was in a bedroom one guy was uh, one girl was in a bedroom and then i was in like the living room side room dining room kind of thing with like sheets up on the walls like between the kitchen and whatever and there's a giant window looking out to the parking lot um and that was my room so just me and a pane of glass yeah. you know between any and i get a text message from a number with the area code from this other town it says big mistake I'm like, fuck, here we go. And it was... What? It was... It was. So those two dudes apparently went back up into the party and was like, yo, that guy that was just here, you know, wearing the fucking yellow flannel, he came out, he pulled a knife on us. Oh, my that was God. The, that was the fucking story. Like, I tried... And, of course, everybody's like, what? Yeah, what? Like, Mike? Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking Like, it doesn't sound like him, but, of course... He gets all his fucking tough guy homies, and they're like, we know where you live. We're coming. So, of course, I'm like, at the time, I had my, I had a little gun safe bolted into the closet, and I had a shotgun, uh, Wasser, um, Wasser 10, which is a Romanian AK. Basically, it's a Vepper. Yeah, 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 okay. Um, shotgun, a Glock. I'm like, listen, dog, you want to come to my house, you can come to my house, but, you know, you're not going to have a good time. Yeah. So, someone's going to have a bad time and it's not going to be me. So why don't you just fucking keep all your tough guys at the party and enjoy yourselves and we'll forget this ever happened cuz I'll never fucking see you fools again. They never came, luckily. Bro. So both times my potentially questionable a little bit of bravado like, yeah, come on, fucking you want to do it? <sighs> Risky business right there. Well, of course one of the other girls who was my now wife's roommate. Okay. She goes back to the dorms because I'm at my apartment. Uh -huh. She goes back to the dorms where like most of the girls were. And she's like, oh, Mike, you, you, there was a stabbing. Oh. She's completely hammered. This girl's basically like Phoebe from Friends. Mike started stabbing these people on she's the side. Like, Someone pulled a knife and then broke the window. And, and, so then everybody was like, what the fuck? There was a stabbing? And that was like the rumor that went around was like, what's the stabbing? Like, what happened? So and like was you like in real life got one of those like in all the like 90s movies where there was a character and everybody's like, that guy killed his own mom. And then like you yeah, find out yeah. later in the movie that he tried to save his mom, but the mom died. Like that was like a real life. You had the stabbing where people thought you stabbed people, but it like wasn't. You didn't. But then the, the rumors circulate. I'm so jealous. That's so cool. <laughs> it's, still, it's still referred to as the stabbing. Um, that's <laughs> that's crazy, bro. And of course, that was the first time that, like, yeah, you know, my wife was like, "Who? Like, <laughs> what? You know, what are you talking about?" Uh, because I think like three weeks later is is when uh, at a this is going to date things. Uh, it was a themed party. Yeah, 
Jersey Shore theme yeah. party. Yeah. <laughs> now, na now, naturally, I was the situation. Uh, yeah. Because his name was Mike. Uh, yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but that's where I met my wife, actually. She had the fucking, like, poof with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dude, Listen. that's crazy. But, yeah, that's that's the stabbing. The so I had, to, I had to fix the fucking my truck and uh yeah i didn't need any you know like stitches or anything but but getting hit in the back of the head with a beer bottle don't feel good <laughs> no and, and 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 it has to be said that like you think like i'm gonna defend myself right with this knife yeah there's also the po the very real possibility that like having the knife gets me killed more often than not having it yeah like in this situation, I got lucky and it de-escalated, right? Yep. But imagine they're like, "Fuck it, let's go." One of them pulls a knife, Dude. or they decide to come at me, and what? At that point, it's like, "Fuck, am I even gonna stab somebody?" Yeah, like, dude. Yeah, those are no. like crazy. Yeah. But now I've got this. You know, it, it was. It's such a. It's it's just one of those things where everybody wants to. You pretend like they're a tough guy, and from my cold, dead hands, you know, I'm always gonna, I'm gonna always have my weapon to defend myself, and blah. And it's just so much more fucking complicated yeah. than any of those situations, especially when adrenaline sets in, when you might be drunk, someone else might be on drugs. These situations are all over the place. Like it's yep. just a crazy lesson where it's like, fuck, like, yep, that's crazy. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not. This story wasn't told. I don't think I'm a tough guy. I don't think I was being fucking cool or anything yeah, like that. It's just, just like it is what it is. That's what happened. That happened. That's crazy. It's it's crazy that it escalated to that point where like the knife was even pulled. I was trying to think. I was like, do I have any cool stories of like the closest I've ever come to a physical altercation? And I I I've never been close. I've never like fought somebody or almost fought somebody. Not even as a kid. Fist fight. Not really, no. Oh, dude, I got in fucking fist fights. Yeah, every, like I've never been punched days. in the face. I've never punched anyone in the face. Like, oh, you don't know. You don't like, dude, no. I like brothers. Like my older brother used to beat on me and just like push me around and stuff. And like I, we would wrestle and fight, but not like not like a proper with another human being with like another outside of my family. But the closest you don't know. You, thing, don't, know, you don't know what it, you don't know where you are in life. Until the moment where you get your ass knocked the fuck out. Yeah, maybe that's why I don't know where I am in life. You know, <laughs> I need somebody to come beat me up. No, I, uh, the closest thing that did remind me though, the closest thing I've ever been to like, the closest I've ever been to a situation where like that, where you're like one more step and there's no coming back. Like that's where you were, where like you pull that out and you were like, I don't know what's about to happen here, but if this escalates one tier further, something's about to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me and my buddy, it was when we were traveling around, we were like doing music stuff. We had a trailer or something on the trailer was broken. We had the, we had like the trailer hooked up and we pulled up to a target because there was like a Home Depot nearby. We were in the back of the parking lot because we had the trailer. So we didn't want to take up a bunch of spots up close. We were like in an excursion with a trailer. So we were towards the back of the parking lot and we were like on our phone, like looking at like what we needed. We needed to go get some stuff. And I had my door open and this dude runs up and like leans on the door. So he's now put himself where I can't close the door. And he was like, yo, can I get a ride? We were like, nope. That's instantly like fucking Munka. We were like, nope. Sorry, bud. 
just like, nope. And he was like, I really need a ride. And we were like, is he like running from the cops? We were like, nope. <laughs> and like, so at the time, that was the closest, like, my friend and I were both like reaching for our concealed carries, like just to like, just in case, like, I'm not about to pull a gun on this guy, but like, I was like, I, we, I was like, he seems on my side. I was like, dude, you've got to go. I was like, you're not getting a ride. You're not getting a ride. And he was like, he was like, dude, I really need. And then he like just stopped. And it was at this time that I realized he had something stuck in his shirt and a wire draping down. And I think it like was, a, a, I think it was of... a taser lead that got stuck oh. in his shirt that he pulled the wire and he ran away. He just was like, we heard sirens and he immediately stopped talking and ran just through the parking lot out towards the street. Being a fucking taser. Dude. The lead stuck in him. Bro. And like later, we like heard on the, it was because we were in our local place. We heard on the news that like some dude tried to steal a TV from Target and that the cops chased him around. And that dude was like 16 inches from my face. I'm sitting in the passenger seat of this excursion. And he was like, bro, I really need a ride. And we were like, you gotta go, brother. You know what I mean? Like, that was one of those things where, like, I was never, like, I didn't feel like my life was necessarily in danger. But retroactively, when we realized what had happened, and, and when you understand that people in those situations make desperate decisions, like, I thought about, like, how close I was to him just, like, putting his hands on me and just, like, trying to rip me out and get in the car. You know what I mean? It's like, that would not have ended well, you know what I mean, for anybody in that situation. But like it was G just GTA, IRL. Yeah, it was just like it was just the we were literally it was like a Saturday morning. We were like going to do like work. We were like had to go get some things from the the Home Depot and here, and we were gonna do this stuff. And literally, I opened the door because it's hot, you know. And this dude just runs up. I need a ride, and it was like the craziest. It was weird. It was a weird experience. Dude, that's fucked. Yeah, but that's like the closest. Like I've never. I've never like fought anyone. I've never come into a situation where I've almost <clears throat> fought anyone. I'm too, I'm too much of a piece. I'm just like, whatever, you know, it's fine. I'm just, I'm so non-confrontational. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I had, uh, my, my, my three best friends growing up, they were, uh, two of them were older. I, I think I've talked about them before. Um, and, uh, throughout the years, there was a lot of like, you know, punches thrown and stuff where, you know, <laughs> I ended up just being like, nah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. And then, you know, there were a few times where I'm like, nah, fuck it. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and I, I remember vividly the first time. Now I was probably nine. Yeah. But I remember the first time we were in like, like playing like catch with a Nerf football in the snow in like oh my three God. feet of snow. So we were in like fucking, you know, Big, uh, oh my god, starter jackets. I, I had a Dallas Cowboys starter oh jacket. Oh my god. Uh, you know, in snow pants and whatever. And I remember, you know, something ended up happening. And, and uh, you know, like my friend pushed me or whatever. And I pushed him. And finally it was like, all right, let's fucking do this. And I'm like, all right. Let's and I go. Just remember, I just remember like ears ringing, waking up on the ground, like, fuck. <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, 
that didn't go well. I think you know? I lost this one. Yeah, that was the that was like the the first where you know where it's not like two kids just like wrestling yeah, on the yeah. ground. Uh, where it was like, oh, all right then. Dang. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I've, I haven't gotten in any any physical altercations as like an adult yeah, really, yeah. um, because like I, don't, I feel like there's very few fucking reasons. There's where, so few reasons to yeah. But I mean, like even in college and even past that, there are still people that just that's the way they resolve. Yeah, oh, yeah, man, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, man. It's like, are you what a are fucking doing? monkey? Like, yeah, like you are there. They are proof for any deniers that we are poorly evolved primates. <laughs> yeah, the way that the way that dudes act. Yeah, is like yeah, fuck. and I'm not, and I'm not like you know, it'll be seen as like anti-masculinity or whatever like say say what you want i i just think it's fucking like yeah. so if you can bench a ton and you can punch me out you can kill me with your bare hands i have no that no respect is earned yeah. for that yeah, yeah, yeah because i don't care how big you are <laughs> or strong you are or tough you are there's an infinite number of people that would fucking own you yeah and there's an infinite number of people that I could own as well. Yeah. There's plenty of 115-pound kids yeah. who I could knock out easily. Yeah. That doesn't make me better than them or yeah. more deserving of them. So, like, I just – man, I, I really hope in, like, the next 100 years yeah, humanity has transcended the whole idea of I need to harm you physically, whether it's war or whether yeah. it's a fist fight, you know, so, on the street. To assert – dominance or to prove my yeah anything masculinity or to prove my worth yeah, yeah. your worth isn't determined by how many people you can beat up yeah it's just yeah. nonsense so anyway that's a little double story time close yeah, out man. the podcast i'm glad you you uh you pulled <laughs> dude, one out too that's dude i feel like that's how it is your stories access deep core memories and i'm like whoa i remember almost dying like <laughs> um but yeah, um, that's about it. Thank you guys for, for hanging with us. Uh, core memory unlocked. Exactly. Thank you guys for hanging with us on the show. Thank you to HelloFresh and BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Thank you guys for the the continued support. Um, and thank you everyone that like hangs out live for and, and, and listens to these episodes. Like we get to the point in the wipe where like it's kind of fun because a lot like half of the episode we were talking about YouTube and content creation and stuff like that, where it's like there's not a whole lot to talk about in Tarkov. We always talk about Tarkov and I always put a link to it, like a timestamp to it. So if you're listening to this, you can jump right to it. But it's also cool to be able to talk about the other stuff that interests us, other games, other things, content creation in general, YouTube and the people that choose to consume that content as well. Uh, we just appreciate because we know that a lot of people are here for the Tarkov talk and that's OK. But like. The homies that that hang out for story time or you know listen to us talk about YouTube and stuff like that, um, we just appreciate you guys. So, yeah, and we haven't we haven't actually said un enough. I think that these get recorded live on stream. Yeah. on on my channel Twitch.tv/slash/veritas yes. at six thirty p.m. Eastern. Yes, Thursday nights. Thursday nights. So if you want to come and like chill while we do yeah, it live, vibe the live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. It, it's it's a little bit of a different vibe, uh, you know, being able to because a lot of times we're responding to people in chat yep. or we're, we might be riffing off of things Thanks that people 100%. say. hundred percent. Yeah. All um, the time. We're not like, you know, necessarily responding directly, obviously, because it's like a conversation between us for the most yeah. part. But but um, 
for sure but like if you want to be involved <laughs> by all means come come and hang out obviously it helps me out yeah uh you know to be able to have you know uh folks chilling here so so yeah just figured I mentioned that. no that we should mention that more we really should um but yeah so thank you guys for hanging this will all be live on all the platforms monday morning you guys are awesome and we will definitely see y'all on the next one peace